unscripted. Each episode is available to view on YouTube, so be sure to check us out. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. I'd like to tell you about the teenager who testified at the trial of the murder of Joseph Smith. Most people have never heard of Eliza Graham. Welcome back to States Unscripted, everyone. Today, David and I are here with a special guest, uh, Brian Stutzman, who are here for part two of the trial and the death and all that of Joseph Smith. Uh, today, we're talking about a very specific uh, testimony at the trial, um, a teenager who we mentioned before, kind of how impactful was her testimony at the trial? Well, if you're a member of the church, she's everything. And if you're not, they were afraid of her. Mm-hmm. This what? is And this is at the trial after Joseph Smith has been killed right. and the men who they believe did it are on trial. And then right. she gets up to testify. Right. What happened was the night of the martyrdom, the mob went back to Warsaw, which is a little river town about 18 miles away from Carthage. And there's this hotel and restaurant and, and a tavern called the Warsaw House. The Warsaw House was uh, owned by Sam and Ann Fleming. They were not members of the church, but their niece was 18 years old and her name was Eliza Graham and she was a member of the church. Not a lot of people in town knew it. Nobody knew what happened in Carthage as a mob came back about nine o'clock. The first mob member who had been involved with the murders of Joseph Smith came in. This is June 27th, 1844. And eventually about 60 people came in. Eliza was the only waitress on duty and she started serving the mob and nobody again knew what had happened until they started bragging about killing Joseph Smith. 18 year old Eliza Graham, like most of us, was probably in complete shock. She gathered herself. She served the mob the food that night. They stayed and they bragged. Uh, William Grover, Jacob Davis, Mark Alders, they all bragged about killing Joseph Smith. They retired to their rooms about 2 a.m. So it went quite late. She was remarkable as a waitress because she remembered and she, she memorized who said where, what they said, and how they said it. She quickly moved up to, to uh, uh, Nauvoo. The next year, Governor Ford promised a trial and they decided to put forth the charge of conspiracy to commit murder because the prosecutor, Josiah Lambert, figured that he'd never get a conviction on murder charge. And so the prosecutor said he didn't have to prove who actually pulled the trigger, but rather who was a soul of the movement. He used the word soul of the movement, those who organized the mob, which is clearly the newspaper editor, Thomas Sharp, as well as these other people that were there. So two weeks before the trial, the church came out and said, you know what, there's going to be this trial in Carthage. It's probably going to be a sham because Joseph and Hiram were murdered there. John Taylor was almost murdered there. We're not safe to go back to Carthage. John Taylor wasn't safe. Lord Richards wasn't safe. But Josiah Lambert, the prosecuting attorney, was able to find Eliza Graham and convince her to come. Outside of the Carthage jail was a mob, almost a thousand people to keep any Mormons from coming to testify. Somehow they slipped Eliza in. She was 19 years old at the time. She testified and told, again, who said where, what they said, and how they said it. A little while later, a few days later, her aunt testified for the defense and said she didn't see anybody at the, at the Warsaw house that night. 
Here's the key. The jury had been dismissed at the beginning of the trial. The defense attorneys came up and said to the judge, says, we've got this seated jury that had been there hearing other cases as well. There's some Mormons in here. We'd like to get a new jury. And the judge says, Judge Jennings says, who, who would we get? And they said, well, we'll just get random people from the audience, which was all friends in the mob. And they were open carrying during the trial, both inside and outside. Okay. Dang. Can you imagine being 19 years old, seeing the mob in the audience carrying guns and friends in the mob. And then the judge allows the defense to pick 12 random people from the mob to be in the new jury. Then you testify at 19 years old. She's one brave, yeah. brave member of the church. Wow. Okay. And of course, that was a kangaroo court, but the judge and the jury decided that there was not enough evidence to convict the five, even though they went to the grave saying that they did it. Dang. So, Warsaw has his famous son named John Hay. He went on to be President Lincoln's secretary and an ambassador for several presidents. He wrote a community memoir in 1869. It was published in a magazine called The Atlantic Monthly. He wrote about Eliza that she remembered beautifully, but unfortunately she remembered too much. And that's why the jury didn't believe her. He also wrote in that same article that there was not a man, woman, or child in the county that did not know that the mob had done the deed that just wasn't proven in the law. So there's a little church history that maybe you haven't heard of before. I'd never heard of her. Oh, yeah, that was fascinating. Thank you. She's got active members of the church that are, are her descendants that are active members of the church today. Wow. Guys, thanks for joining us for this snippet. Stay tuned, because there's going to be a part three. Thanks for listening. If you want to watch our videos, check us out on YouTube or shoot us a message on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter.